The following is a reflection on the readings for Friday of the 23rd week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 16 to 19, 22 to 27. The responsorial is Psalm 84, and the Gospel is Luke chapter 6, verses 39 to 42. In today's Gospel, Jesus speaks of the two ways, a common theme in the Scriptures. The first is the way of darkness, quote, Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? In the parallel passage of Matthew chapter 15, verse 14, these words are said in reference to the Pharisees who had been blinded by their sin and lack of faith. But here in Luke chapter 6, the disciples are being warned of the potential blindness that results from self-righteousness and hypocrisy in judging others without proper discernment of one's own defects. The other way is expressed as follows, quote, A disciple is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. This is the way of light, and the teacher is Christ, who, as the Nicene Creed proclaims, is God from God and light from light. Jesus has come to enlighten the world, bringing humanity from the darkness of sin to the light of truth. Notice for St. Paul how this came about. As a persecutor of Christians, he was in the darkness of error, thinking Christ was a false god and Christianity a dangerous sect. As he journeyed to Damascus one day, suddenly a light from heaven shone around him, and he fell to the ground, blinded, and heard Jesus saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? At the same time, Jesus appears to Ananias in a vision and instructs him to go to Saul, pray and lay hands on him, quote, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. When Ananias prays and lays hands on Saul, he says, quote, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit and immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Acts chapter 9, verses 17 to 18. This is the background to understand the first reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Saul, as a Pharisee persecuting Christians, was in darkness. Having been enlightened in the truth of Christ the Messiah and the truth that Christ identifies with the church, Paul is entrusted with a commission to proclaim the gospel in union with the church. Quote, if I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid upon me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. I am entrusted with a commission. Paul then dedicates the rest of his life to carrying out this commission, to bring the light of the gospel to all peoples, but especially the Gentiles. Today's first reading gives us two important insights as to how the mission was accomplished. First, Paul meets his audience where they are at, that is, he adapts his style and message to their customs without diluting the truth. Quote, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all, that I might win the more. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, that I might win those under the law. 
to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in its blessings. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19-23 to 23. Thus, by finding common ground with his audience and being sensitive to their needs, Paul was very successful in bringing converts into the church, the very opposite of what he did prior to his encounter with Christ. Second, St. Paul considered his mission of proclaiming the gospel of utmost importance. He compared his task with an athlete who goes into strict training, sacrificing all for the sake of winning the prize. The difference is that the athlete competes for earthly honors that will quickly fade away, but eternal life is a crown that will last forever. Therefore, as St. Paul states, quote, Do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable crown. So I do not run aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air, but I beat my body and enslave it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 to 27. How do our readings apply to us today? We, like Paul, have been brought out of darkness into the light of Christ. Through baptism, the Holy Spirit floods our soul. We are born again and inserted into Christ and His Church. We have also been given a commission of sharing in Christ's ministry of priest, prophet, and king. Part of that means proclaiming the good news to those who are still in darkness. But as Jesus pointed out in today's Gospel, we must be careful not to be self-righteous by neglecting the darkness still in us, particularly the planks that affect our sight. Therefore, a careful examination of conscience and regular confession is important. Second, are we making the good news accessible to our family, friends, and co-workers? St. John Paul II stated that for the new evangelization to be successful, it must be new in ardor, methods, and expressions. St. Paul reminds us that this means meeting people where they are at, finding common ground, and being sensitive to their concerns, and above all, being humble and loving. Third, are we committed to the mission with a zeal and purpose that honors Christ and imitates St. Paul? Part of the training is being disciplined in regular times for prayer, Bible study, and spiritual reading. It also means being up to date with the culture, its goodness, beauty, seductions, and challenges, so that we have answers to current issues. This is especially the case today given the unique situation we are faced with, that is, loneliness, fear, stress, and the uncertainty of the future. Questions about God's existence, eternal life, how to pray, and how to suffer are being asked in new ways. Most of all, may we not be sitting in the stands, mere observers in the midst of life's concerns. Rather, may we persevere in the struggle 
finishing the race and receiving the victor's crown by calling on God's help and cooperating with His grace. As today's psalmist proclaims, My soul is longing and yearning for the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the highways to Zion. For the Lord is a rampart, a shield. He bestows favor and glory to those who walk without blame.